once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me in the place of Matt Dudek, who you can always find on Twitter at Horizon, Matt is John Parker. Hey, Bob, how's it going today? It's chaotic. It's Super Bowl Sunday, when we're recording this, of course. I mean, so, so yeah. Um, John, of course, you can find on Twitter at Horizon. John, you can find us on Twitter at HorizonRT. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And you can also subscribe to us on YouTube because we at Horizon Roundtable because that's where we're at. Um, so, John, one overarching theme this week was throw the records out. <laughs> just throw them oh. out. Yeah. Yeah. Starting on Monday and just working our way down. If you're in a, if you're what we consider a rivalry game, the the records just toss them away. Actually, even if you're not a, a rivalry game, just toss them away. If you have a large lead, toss it away because anything yep. can happen. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. So. Well, Monday. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee might end up kicking itself for that one if they had won because of everything else that happened this week. You got it. They'd be alone in first place and already have tiebreakers on the rest of the top four. And it's amazing how that works because, yeah, so good Lord. Yeah, Milwaukee lost to Green Bay. I I don't think we can emphasize that enough, that Green Bay won, period. Yeah, I mean, they played out of their heads. Milwaukee, I think, really went away from what was working well enough in the first half that they went into half with a six point lead. Um, they had, I, I, I said it at the time. I don't, it was so green Bay had two guys with three fouls, two guys with two fouls. They had played. And, seven also, and, and also I should point out that Zay Blake wasn't playing in that game either. He didn't come back until later that week. Yeah, they had, they were, the Davin Ziegler I expected to see all season showed up. That's what happened. Yeah. That and then, um, I mean, my thing, they really weren't having trouble with the zone. And they proved later in the week against a couple other teams, they weren't going to have trouble with the zone. Um, but they just... I don't know. They went away from it. They relied on the perimeter way too much. Uh, they were not the team that should have been relying on the perimeter so much because Green Bay was shooting out of their minds. I mean, that last that Ziegler three to send it to overtime was oh yeah, just bonkers. That was yeah. it was indeed. <sighs> yes, it was. I mean, you could yet- have the you know Antoine shoot that thing five times. It goes in maybe once or twice. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. what. Well. That's okay. They had they kind of struggled throughout the other two games that they actually did win against yeah. Detroit Mercy and Oakland. In fact, Oakland sh- probably should have won that game, except for the fact that for some reason Oakland only played six guys in that game, six yeah. guys in yeah. an overtime game, which was a little head scratching. Although. It seems to me that that might be, I don't know, that was, that, that's not a really, I don't know if that's a good strategy to play six guys 
uh, in for for forty five minutes. They uh, do that for the rest of the regular season, and then if they play Milwaukee again, they should do it that game. That seems. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Are they, was Campy mad that the bench just kind of basically gave away a bunch of points against Green Bay the other the, the night before? I mean, I don't get that. I mean, he did comment on that at his um like after the. Like when he did an interview after. I believe yes. So was it was that, the quote? I'm glad. I'm glad. This is why they're on the bench or something like that. No. I did not. I honestly, I did not hear it, so I don't know. I'm yeah. I don't know. It's about right. Yeah. Is um, it? I I don't know. Okay. So okay. Thank you for verifying that. I thought I I, I thought I saw that somewhere, and I thought <laughs> I I didn't want to. I I don't want to be slanderous or anything, but if that indeed was the case, and what's happened, that's that's not a good thing. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, but. Yeah, they were they kind of struggled in those two games at home. So yeah, so that then so, but throw the records out because throw the records out because Northern Kentucky also had an opportunity to stay with it. Northern opportunity with with Green Bay losing, Northern Kentucky had an opportunity to stay within a game of Youngstown State at the time, and man, Wright State. Took it to them. Yep. On national yeah, television, I might add. I, mean, I don't know what happened to Northern Kentucky, but they did not do very well at all. It was not a good thing. So, yeah, throw the records out. I get Wright State gets their revenge on uh, on Northern Kentucky. And then Youngstown State. Youngstown Now, Youngstown State is in was in the best position, period. So, after going that, into – well, yeah. After the after the Green Bay game, and af- not just after after the Green Bay game, after the Northern Kentucky game, where Northern Kentucky was, you know, they're they're two games out, they're two games out of the lead. You know, they they had a full two games out from Northern. They had a little bit of breathing room. They had a one game lead. They were able to stay in that. They were able to beat Purdue, Fort Wayne, and then again, and, and Youngstown State. I had I should point out. And I, I keep having to throw this out there that this is the first time that Youngstown State has won 20 games in Division One in 25 years, and only the second time that they've won 20 games throughout their entire time in Division One. That's insane yeah. to me. And going in the Cleveland State game, they had the opportunity to set the record, their Division One record for most wins outright, and and they had an opportunity to set the record for most Horizon League wins because last year they set it with 12. This year they have an opportunity to set it at to go to win 13 in less games, I might add. But again, John, throw the records out because <laughs> Cleveland mean, State beat them. <laughs> Those records are pretty close. Cleveland State was at home. so um, That's true. And that was a great game, by the way. Was. That was an outstanding game. I mean, I was uh, – that was, I was, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a Cleveland State guy, but man, that was a great. I would not have been, I was, I would not have been angry at, at at Youngstown State winning that game because it was that good a game. I totally agree. As a completely I, unbiased Milwaukee fan who had no skin in the game whatsoever, <laughs> I didn't get. Also, and also, John, I'd like to point out, I didn't give up at, uh, to give up on the game after tw- after they went down thirteen to seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. 
they have the ball down six with you know 15 minutes it's over <laughs> like okay and then they rattle off a bunch of points that's great but yeah, yeah. that is a Cle- yeah and it's weird because cleveland state also on friday what was it a 15 point lead that they blew, that they blew against robert morris yeah and they had and, and spire johnson spire I was, I lost I damn near lost my voice on Friday yelling spider, <laughs> yelling yelling getting the tip in and then getting the ball to end the game. I mean, oh no, yeah. I mean, so it was it was we we you talked about Milwaukee already. They were up by twenty at the half in one game. Now, granted, in you know before the comeback was complete, Marquise Browning, their best defender, did get that hurt. That is true. Yes. Um, but they held off Detroit Mercy. Turn around, they're down 10 at halftime against uh, Oakland, and they win. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, leads in this league are meaningless lately. It's... No, yeah, it it doesn't matter. I mean, these are like... You see this all the time in the NBA where you have double-digit leads and they just magically disappear. Same thing apparently happens in the Horizon League all the time without fail. Unless, of course, you're IUPUI. <laughs> oh, hey, they went down nine to nothing. I tweeted it out when uh, <laughs> another game we'll talk about was 15 to nothing. Yeah. Um, they got up 23 to 22, and then we're going to stop talking about that Northern Kentucky game earlier today for good. <laughs> we don't need yeah, to worry but- about what happened after that. No, because it was horrible, and I'm gonna we're gonna spare IUPUI fans that this this time. I know we've spent a lot of time on IUPUI the last couple of weeks because they they finally got the win, and then somewhere this week they decided, okay, we got the win, and yeah, we're done. We're we're good. We're we're we're, we're I think we're good for the rest of the year. <laughs> they they kind of pulled a bit of a uh, Green Bay had a few of those games earlier in the year, but. It was 23 yeah. to 22, and then they lost 47 to 86. Oop. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Bit of a 24 to what, 44 <laughs> run to finish that game? Yes, yeah. I just had somebody point that out to me that I tweeted that out wrong. I don't care. I'm not <laughs> fixing it. I'm not changing it. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> they won very handily. Let's not add insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the, the, but the Northern, yeah, uh, you, you had a feeling after Northern Kentucky kind of lost pretty handily to Wright State, they were going to take it out on somebody. Sorry, IUPUI, you're that guy. You're those guys. Sorry. Okay. So we're, we're going to go ahead and. So we, while we're at on blowing leads, um, so yes, so so we talked about Robert Morris. Um, Almost being the benefactor of blowing uh, a Cleveland State blowing a double-digit lead, and then we go into Sunday and they succeed in being the beneficiary of a blowing of Purdue Fort Wayne blowing a double-digit lead. It was fifteen to nothing. Yeah, it was nineteen to two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. I and it was one of those games where you feel like you've watched it from Purdue for, or from Robert Morris before, where you know, they, they battle back, they battle back, and then they just run out of gas, and this time they didn't. No, they did not, no. 
in spite of the fact that that Jared Godfrey Godfrey scored 23 points, now he's the all-time leading scorer in Purdue Fort Wayne history. Pass up John Conchar, by the way. Awesome. So, well, not so awesome. They lost. No. Okay. Makes you so. So, with that said, I mean, it's going to. There are. When you look at the standings, John. When you look at the standings, you see basically three teams that are pretty much sitting at seven and nine in the conference. And there's a there's a chance, a very remote chance. A lot of a lot of things would happen have to happen for Purdue Fort Wayne and Robert Morris and Detroit Mercy to get a first round bye. And I don't see it happening for any of them. Yeah. Um Meanwhile, Wright State snuck up and is now nine and seven, tied with Oakland. Mm-hmm. The good news is the top four teams are not only within a game of each other, but they've got their two games clear of Wright State and Oakland. So, yeah. so let's get into the. So basically, let's get into what is going to ha- what needs to happen because we got four games left. And I'll be damned if uh, last you, John, you remember last year I was trying to do all that, write all this crap down. <laughs> Leave that to yeah. me, okay? Sorry. No, yeah, you I know took what? a bit of sabbatical at the end of last year, but um, yeah, leave that stuff to me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Please okay. So I, I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm going to do that because damn near killed me, and then Cleveland State screwed it up by winning the whole entire <laughs> time, and everybody else lost. So all those calculations and all those things I looked up. They were stupid within a week because Cleveland State basically all the the best case scenario for Cleveland State happened and they yeah so um okay so right now Milwaukee's in tiebreaker heaven this is where that Green Bay game is gonna you know potentially really come back to bite them uh huh first tiebreaker is how did you do against the other teams you're tied with and then it starts from the top and goes down so yes. Milwaukee wins that there's the best that Youngstown state and Cleveland state can do is to split with Milwaukee, in which case it'll go to what's your record against Northern Kentucky. Milwaukee mm-hmm. already went game over. They they're four and O against the other three. The other three are at best two and three against one another. Milwaukee cannot lose three games to that group. They win tiebreakers if they're in one. Um, so, so basically, so basically, Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee basically has to. And if they had beat Green Bay and then they went on to beat Youngstown, they would have, you know, two game lead, tiebreaker heaven with three to play. So yeah. that Green Bay game could really hurt come the as end. It of sta- as it stands, though, if Milwaukee wins, the, uh, as it stands, though, if Milwaukee wins against Youngstown State, they're still looking good. They're still looking as good, and yeah. in fact, in fact, even if even if they you know they win, they run the table and then they beat Youngstown State because they got Youngstown State, Robert Morris, and Purdue Fort Wayne before Cleveland State the last game of the season. So even if they win all three of those games and lose to Cleveland State, they still have the tiebreaker. Yes, yeah, they win any so tiebreaker with that top group. Period. Correct. Correct. Game over. Um, and then, Youngstown State wins, it's pretty much over. Yes, because Youngstown oh. State plays Milwaukee and then gets um, Robert Morris, who's currently tied for, you know, I mean, I guess tied for third from the bottom, we'll call yeah. it. And then they tied play for, yeah. Green Bay and IUPUI, who are the bottom. So Correct. 
there's a yeah. So young young, young South Asia clearly has the mm-hmm. easiest path at this point. Yes. Now here's the thing, and I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this right now. So Cleveland State needs a lot of help here. <laughs> Cleveland State can theoretically win. Cleveland State can theoretically win the conference if Youngstown State loses one game that isn't Milwaukee. <laughs> but it would have to. I'm like, well, and you think of yourself, well, Bob, how the hell does that work? Considering that the last three games are Green Bay, IUPUI, and Robert Morris. What's it like having a second favorite Horizon League team? And what's it like having it currently be Milwaukee and in a few days? <laughs> having it switch to Robert Morris. <laughs> like, I don't know. It yeah, just seems weird. I mean, yeah. Mil- now, if Milwaukee beats Youngstown State, Milwaukee would also have to lose. Un- for Cleveland. So Cleveland State w- will have to lo- win, run the table, period. That's what they're going to have to do. And that's going to be tough in its own right. you got, like, you know, right State, and at Milwaukee. <laughs> and don't forget, yeah. Yeah, they have Green Bay and, left. And Green Bay. And, yeah. that, and you know, depending upon how well Green Bay shoots, that might actually be a problem for them. <laughs> um, and, but, yeah. So they have to go through them. The good news is that, yeah, the good news is that Wright State and, and Northern Kentucky or Cleveland State's got it home. So yeah. let's say they have that going for them. Now, problem is that, yeah. You would have to have Milwaukee lose to another team. Question is, so if Milwaukee wins and Cleveland State runs the table, Milwaukee would have to lose another game outside of Youngstown State and, and would have to lose. Say, I, I think if you're a Cleveland State fan, that's the outcome that you're probably rooting for because what's more likely that Milwaukee drops a weird one you yeah. know, of two weeks after losing to Green Bay? Or that Youngstown State drops a weird one, they really haven't done that. Yeah, because you have because again you have with 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 Milwaukee you still have they still have to play Robert Morris and they still have to play Purdue Fort Wayne. Now, again, you know uh, Purdue Fort Wayne and Robert Morris to me, and I hate to say this, are basically the same team at this point. <laughs> they're they're a team that can beat you. They are seven and nine in the conference, but they can easily beat you. It's the dumbest thing ever, but it's true. They can actually do that, and they have done that. Purdue four way beat Youngstown State. Yeah, I mean Robert Morris beat. Uh, you know who did Robert Morris beat? Robert Morris beat. Um, Robert Morris beat. Who did they beat? They beat Wright State to begin the season. Yeah, they beat Wright State and Oakland. In um, Oakland, did they? Yeah. Oh, uh, they they played Northern Kentucky tight on the road. Exactly. So it's like, all right. I mean, that's that's where we're at right now. <laughs> they can, but but you look at it and it's like, yeah, they could easily do that and just screw everything up. <laughs> and you know they could. Both yeah. of the both both Purdue Fort Wayne and Robert Morris are capable of making life miserable for whoever's playing them yet. Which in this case just so happens to be Youngstown State still have to play Robert Morris and Milwaukee, who Milwaukee has to play both of them. Yeah, that's like okay. So 
But again, Cleveland State has always had the toughest road because they still have to play Milwaukee in Milwaukee. They still have to play Northern Kentucky, and they still have to play Wright State. And Wright State, again, and Wright State's going to mess around and win the tournament again, aren't they? <laughs> um, gosh, I hope not. Blake Schumacher, get, get yourself warmed up. You may have to go to the, you may have to go to Dayton again, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, please no. Um, the one thing, and then obviously, hey, we, we got, we mean no, we got in last time. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I just don't really want to. I don't want to do that either. No. I mean. I mean, it I, would be I the most horizon. I, I mean, if we're being honest, it would be the most horizon league outcome possible. <laughs> I mean, it um, really would. And then we haven't really talked about Northern Kentucky. They, they don't have any. You know, they have four road games left. They Purdue do. Fort, Purdue, Fort Wayne, Cleveland yeah. State, Detroit Mercy, and Oakland. That yes, that's tough. Uh, it is because Northern Kentucky, Northern Kentucky has already lost to Oakland. Yeah, that's. And I'm sure that Cleveland State wants revenge for the Marquez work birthday shot. <laughs> so yeah, those things are still happening, and so I really, really think that Northern Kentucky is definitely going to be looking to do something there. Purdue Fort Wayne also might be looking for some revenge after getting beaten by twenty. Against Northern Kentucky. <laughs> the, honestly, the only one of the only close games that Northern Kentucky had at Truist Arena that wasn't uh, IUPUI. <laughs> yeah, so seems like uh, it wasn't IUPUI or Green Bay. I have to disclaimer that IUPUI yeah. or Green Bay. So yeah, that's going to be the. So Northern Kentucky still has. Northern Kentucky also has work to do as well. So if Northern Kentucky runs the table, and it, you know Northern Kentucky runs the table, basically they would have to hope that Cleveland State beats Milwaukee too, and yeah, they need... they'd need a lot more help than that because Milwaukee, for Northern Kentucky to win outright, they would ha- Northern Kentucky would have to hope Milwaukee loses three out of their last four games. I don't think. Okay, to win outright. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah to win say. outright, they would have to win three out of their four games. Because once again, as you mentioned, once you get once again, as you mentioned, Cleveland, you know, they would have the yeah, Milwaukee Milwaukee's in tiebreaker heaven right now. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they would even so again, even if Milwaukee wins, beats Youngstown State, they would have to Youngstown State, yeah, and then Milwaukee would have would and so, lose to Cleveland State. They Northern Kentucky, yeah, it's a weird thing, and they would need more help. They would need they would need Milwaukee to lose to like they'd have to lose three of they'd have to beat Youngstown State and then lose the last three games of the season. Um, Northern Kentucky, you, if if Milwaukee falls off. Northern Kentucky actually gets to be in a much better spot. As long as, I mean. Oh, yeah. They still kind of need Milwaukee more than likely to. I mean, again, Milwaukee or Robert Morris needs to beat Youngstown State for uh-huh. Northern Kentucky. Uh-huh. Um, so I think the dream would be 
Youngstown State beats Milwaukee. Cleveland State beats Milwaukee. Robert Morris knocks off Youngstown State. And um, Northern Kentucky wins out. Because in that case, Northern Kentucky would have a sweep of Cleveland State and a split with Youngstown. So as long as Cleveland State finished above Milwaukee, that'd be very good for them. If those two end up in a tie, it's a mess again. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. So there are many different, but again, that would be, I don't know. It's, it's just such a weird scenario. I mean, I don't see that happening though. I mean, I don't see Milwaukee beating Youngstown state in probably the biggest game of the season, at least until we get to the Cleveland state game at the end of the season. Oh, no, Milwaukee no, seems didn't. to be doing pretty well in these kind of big games, too. I don't know if you noticed. So um, to, to think that they're going to somehow screw the pooch at the end seems kind of unrealistic. I, although, if we're being honest, although if we're being honest, we also don't, we also thought they were going to beat Green Bay by like 30, and we see that didn't work either. I'm curious what's going on with Browning. Um, that could be a huge swing. Yeah. I think that's going to be a huge, yeah. And what do we know? Is he done done? I don't know. Do, do we know if he's done done? Because it didn't seem, because he, the way he went down did not look good. The way he went down made it, that was bad. I I don't know. I, they're saying it's, a, what, it's an ankle, I think? Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was a knee, honestly. I thought he, I thought he hurt his knee. And I thought that was going to be the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that did not that did not look good. So I'm not I wasn't really overly I wasn't really overly surprised to see not to not see him. Um yeah. I was however I was however very surprised to see Vin Baker Jr. and Vin Baker Jr. doing awesome. I don't get like in terms of production, <laughs> he was the best of their returning guys. Moses Bull and Mark Heath have been the, really, really fun, and he's to, hardly played. Now, as I understand it, his issues were mostly I, – I, as I understand it, he was he – was, he has been battling inju- injuries for a lot of the season. But then again, with Mark Heath Browning playing a lot, they didn't really need him a lot. Yeah. But turns out, when you need him, he's there. Also – and by the way, I, I, I he must have he must have found out that that Matt picked him as an All Horizon League team guy. So, so <laughs> he was just, he was just showing out for Matt against Matt's team. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> got sixteen points. He only he didn't play that much. I mean, he didn't, I mean, he got sixteen once he um he got what sixteen points that game. Yeah. Against Oakland, I mean, hey, there you go. I mean that was that was that was what they needed, and that was quite a, that was quite an overtime too because the whole grand total of seven points were scored in that overtime, <laughs> <laughs> seven whole points. So yeah, that's but yeah, that was good for them because yeah, Vin Baker Jr. only played twenty five minutes in that game, and yeah, that was the game that yeah Angelo Stewart played more. Than Vin Baker Jr. But Vin Baker Jr. six of seven from the field. Yeah. Four for five from free from the free throw line. I mean, that's your guy right there. Also, your guy is definitely Ahmad Rand. Yes. 
I mean, that man, uh, yeah. Ahmad Rand, Ahmad Rand basically won this game with dunks. That's what he did. He did. How many dunks did he have in that game? There were like four, three or four or five. I don't know. He set the blocks record, I think, even with yeah. those Sweet 16 teams, uh, or with the Sweet 16 team in the round of 32 team back in 05 and 06. I think he's probably got the dunks record for the team, too. <laughs> he probably does. He like... probably does. Just in that game alone, he probably set the record. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to know what the key is? Yes, Oakland only played six guys, but about nobody could stop Ahmad Rand. Every time I turned around, he was on the baseline, jumping up, getting to the hoop. Yep. And it's like, okay, that seems to work out pretty well for him. And as far now, as against, uh, against, seating, we're yeah. going to hold off on that middle until like at least next week. I don't oh, know what to do. Ah, yeah, I don't know what you're <laughs> going to do with that either. That is five teams between nine and seven and seven and nine, which I guess isn't all that different than four teams between, you know, 11 and five and nine and seven. But, oh. Yeah, so that's going to be a fun one. Um, Need more info. Well, I got to say, I got to say, I think for, I think that that uh, that Oakland-Detroit Mercy game has a lot more meeting now, I do believe. (laughs) It does. I mean, it does, because that's going to, because Oakland needs to, Oakland and, Wright State are in a precarious position because they're both nine and seven, and they need to win out to even get a top four seed. I mean, they're they they are in that kind of position. They gotta yeah. hope they gotta they're, hope a lot of things go wrong. They're for technically the, not eliminated, but they're functionally eliminated from the title because of Youngstown's. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, there's I don't see it happening, and I don't see Youngstown's that. not losing out. <laughs> no. If Youngstown loses out, you know, check the insane. skies because the apocalypse is coming. <laughs> Youngstown, yeah, so, yeah, that's not going to happen. But, yeah, so Wright State and Oakland really need some help. <laughs> and even if Wright State, again, even if Wright State ran the table, even if they did that, running the table, they still, I mean, they would need a lot of help. Wright State would win the table, run the table. They would need like Cleveland State, and this is what Cleveland State like losing to. They would need to. They would need Cleveland State to lose to. They would need Cleveland State to lose basically out. <laughs> Cleveland State would need to lose three out of their four games for Wright State to get that spot, and Cleveland State is. I don't know. I mean, I think for Wright State, their season, you know, their home court, that first round bye is going to come down to that game on Friday. So the Horizon League and ESPN picked very wisely on this one. Yeah, and then Wright State needs to be Milwaukee fans because Wright State has that Milwaukee sweep. So the higher in the standings Milwaukee finishes, the better it is for Wright State. Yeah. Now, yes, because function, yeah, because like you said, functionally, again, I don't see that happening, and I don't see, I don't see Milwaukee. Lo- I mean, I don't really see Milwaukee losing out either. So, but if lo- Milwaukee loses out, they're basically out of the running anyway. Well, yeah. So, yeah, they'd they'd have to hope for, yeah, they'd have to hope for Milwaukee to lose out, and then Cleveland State or Cleveland State to lose out, or something like that. I mean, it's. It's a jumbled mess. I'm glad you're thinking about this, and I'm not. <laughs> I didn't even do this last year because it was such a pain in the ass. 
I don't want to deal with that. So yeah. So yeah, Oklahoma. So rights, and again, it, you you look at that right state lineup, and to me, that is better than a nine and seven lineup. It has been all season. To for the life of me, I can't understand why that continues to happen. Yeah. But here we are, and here we are. It, it, it seems like we've been saying that about basically every single team this year. Um, I did not expect Cleveland State nor the Kentucky to have the same record, the same exact record. No, I know. Four like, games into the end of the season. Like, Especially considering. For a really interesting, like, we've done a lot of talk about, like, awards. Yeah. How. Based on the standings, the awards are going to be really, really interesting, like the player of the year. So um, I'm glad you brought that up because I I know in the last couple of episodes we've talked about Antoine Davis and and the fact that basically him scoring – I got to say this. um, Him scoring is basically the only reason that Detroit Mercy isn't in dead last right now. (laughs) Um, So I've had to to think about – now, Dwayne Cohill – was I, I continue to assess is my player of the year pick, although I gotta point out that he did not he did not have a great game against Cleveland State. <laughs> he had a good game against Cleveland State. He did not have a great game against Cleveland State. He did not Brandon Rush actually had a better game than Dwayne Gohill did. Adrian Nelson had 19 rebounds in that game <laughs> against Cleveland State and had you know and 12 points. So yeah. Do I think and and Dwayne Cohill fouled out of that game too, by the way. So as far as player of the year is concerned, I don't I'm I was kind of dead set on, yeah, maybe I uh, I'm still dead set on I was as of two weeks ago, as of last week even, dead set on the whole, yeah. Antoine Davis is going to lead the conference in scoring, but his team is tied for ninth place in the conference or eighth place or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> but I'm looking at, but, and I'm probably not the only person re-evaluating this just because of looking at the fact that if Antoine doesn't score, if Antoine doesn't do what he does for that Detroit Mercy team, then that Detroit Mercy team is so much worse. annihilates them. Exactly. They would have annihilated them. He scored an efficient 41. Yeah. That is so bonkers. Like, and I know kind of like the, the, you know, didn't have a ton of, I mean, like, oh, he, he only had two assists. I'm sure yeah. some 70 year old is going to get mad about that. But dude, if you're eight of 15 from three point line, three point land, yeah. you got to shoot. You need yeah. to shoot. He wasn't, he kind of struggled in the first half against Milwaukee, but still came out with 42 points. Yeah. Because of course he, because of course he played Milwaukee and he, if he isn't averaging 30 points against Milwaukee, then something is very wrong. <laughs> I, I mean, mean Antoine, Antoine is averaging near- how he, how things went with him. I got a little frustrated when they, when they threw the whole team at him and, some other guys started getting just the most wide open shots where they were taking three dribbles before they sink a three. Um, I mean, he, he didn't play great for most of the game against Milwaukee. No. He did up late and he, I mean, 
he was the only reason that they. Yeah, exactly. You basically, are correct. everyone focusing on him led to mm-hmm. a bunch of wide open shots. I yeah. mean, at times they had him, you know, double teamed with two other guys like ready to jump in. Uh-huh. That's insane. The Steph Curry defense. Come on now. Yeah. And yet here. Yeah. And yet he's still. He now, by the way, in the conference, in the conference games only, he's almost he's a tick. He's averaging a tick under 30 a game. That's <laughs> that's just bonkers. Like, how do you let that happen? How do we get to this point? I I mean, I see why how we could get to this point, because it's Antoine frickin Davis. And he's like, that's what he does. But yeah, I need more time to figure out my vote still. Um, I mean, if he keeps doing that. I'm still, as of right now, I'm still, I, I still have, uh, as of right now, I still have uh, Dwayne Cohill as my pick for player of the year, but damn, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Dwayne I mean, Cohill's efficiency is insane. And, yeah. And, and, problem that, and again, but again, I think, I think for me, my, I think my thing is going to come down to this weekend where what Dwayne Cohill does against Milwaukee. I think that's going to be what it comes down to, personally. And the other issue is... And also, too... I think with Youngstown State, you have four guys with a case for all league. Like, uh-huh. are you going to tell me that if you trade Antoine Davis and Dwayne Cohill, you're not picking Davis for the same reasons you're picking Cohill? Like... I know. I mean, that's... <laughs> again, I... But I, I will say I will say this. I know we're having an internal struggle about this. There are I guarantee you there's plenty of people around the conference who are have already have have had their mind made up since about a month ago. And Antoine <laughs> Davis is gonna be player of the year. Very likely. I think um, I think our I think our votes are gonna be irrelevant. And I think that, like we get votes. Like it's not gonna be official. We, we don't get votes from the Horizon League. We've been lobbying for that for a while, but it's not going to happen. It changed how they do it. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But yeah, I'm I am I'm still in the Dwayne Cohill camp for now. My mind can be changed though. Yeah, I mean, my thing. I is- was I was a little more dead. I was a little more set, dead set against Antoine as early as a couple weeks ago, but this week was like. I mean, here's a guy who can basically. I mean, I guess he must have heard the episode. I guess he must have heard the episode where you were talking about this because, I mean, what did he do? I mean, the last four games um, at Callahan, just beat up on Cleveland State, beat up on Purdue Fort Wayne, and he he scored a bu- ton in those games, and then he scores a ton in the Milwaukee game that they that they ended up losing, of course, and then the Green Bay game they end up winning. Because Antoine Davis goes off. If yeah. Antoine Davis doesn't go it, off, Green Bay loses. Lose Green by, Bay wins. Green Bay wins by like 25. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was insane. Antoine played out of his mind and they won 76 to 71 over Green Bay. Yeah. Like, he scored more than half the points. Doesn't that seem to be a problem to anybody else? <laughs> I Way mean, more. I mean I'm sure. 41. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I know. But yeah, that's that's kind of where I win. I'm like, okay, maybe. I mean, yeah, they're tied for eighth. Pl- well, technically, they're tied for seventh place in the conference now. By the way. Yeah. 
Thanks to thanks to uh, thanks to Purdue for Wayne uh, blowing their double digit lead uh, against Robert Morris. And the thing yeah. is, they I would say, I mean, he, they get an IUPUI game. So, yes, I mean, for one, where, where Antoine can record. also pro, where incidentally Antoine can also go. I mean, where do they? Yeah, when do they play? Uh, oh God, they play very soon, don't they? Yeah, next weekend. They play next weekend. So, yeah. Um, so, IUPUI, um, I hate to tell this. I hate to break this to you, but Antoine's probably going to try to score 50 against you. He tried it the last time, by the way. And, by <laughs> the way, he had to do that, too, because if I'm not if, – if memory if – you, if you recall, in Indianapolis – It was close pretty late. Yeah, it was close I mean, pretty it late. it ended up and, being kind of a blowout, but it was close pretty late. And Antoine had to score 43 other – again – if Antoine doesn't score 43 against IUPUI, IUPUI wins that game. Man, this is the second time in a row he's had back-to-back 20-point games. It's so crazy. Um, and and the second I mean, this, one was actually an insanely good one. Th- um, I mean, this causes a genuine moral dilemma of a Detroit Mercy team that is not good, that is not very good. And as far as the conference is concerned, they're middling. Overall, they're not gr- a great team. But – you take Antoine out of that game, out of that, off of that team. They're like, they're like, they're like Hartford bad, John. Hartford bad. <laughs> and I, 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 but again, as of right now, I'm still, I am personally still leaning towards my, my vote would be if the season ended today, my vote would be for Dwayne Cohill. I mean, he did you know, kind of, he won this, even from the scoring standpoint, the last time they played each other. So there is that. This is true. Very true. So I guess we'll find out soon enough, I suppose. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the other one, Youngstown, Youngstown, uh, Cleveland and Milwaukee. Yes in a tie for first that is going to be the most insane coach of the year vote we've had in a very long time i i think we got to give the edge to bart lundy on this one i would too just because i mean as much as you know this season like i said huge fan of what mark Heath has done huge fan of yeah. what you know moses bowl has done and you know ben baker oh. showing back up and just winning a game willing but every single one of those other guys are guys who were not on this team last year yeah none of them before the year i I would have taken spider over all three of those guys yeah i i would have taken parker over all three of those guys i would have taken you know i mean if we're being honest i'm still taking both of those guys but anyway (laughs) but again i so yeah so based on the fact that Bart Lundy had way less to work with. He had to do a lot more in terms of rebuilding than either Daniel Robinson, who had an outstanding core, as we are fi- as we are seeing, obviously, with Spider, with Deshaun Parker, with Yael Hill coming off the bench, as well as Jason Woodridge, and then bringing in a Tristan Aruna and a Tay Williams, who are, and a Drew Lauder, who, you know, who... He only Drew Lauder only had to do 90 seconds of like productivity to basically seal that game for Cleveland State against Youngstown State. <laughs> I mean, that's all he did. That's all he had to do. 
but he did it, and it was insane. But he had, but Daniel Robinson had more to work with than Bart Lundy, and I, I feel like it's unfair. It's unfair to Jared Calhoun that we're kind of discounting, if you well, will. I, I think he belongs in the conversation just because I think I think he, it, I mean, in just, terms of the power rankings, uh, Youngstown's one, even with losses yeah. to the other two in the last Absolutely. few weeks. Absolutely. Like, Youngstown has had the best team. They've had the best um, team, not just not just in the standings. They've had but, a share. They've been at the they've been at the share of the top the, nearly the entire time. In the net, they have the best net ranking. In our power rankings, John, you to your point, they've had those. And from a standpoint, this is probably going to turn out to be the best. This is probably going to turn out for Youngstown State to be the best with best season that Youngstown State has ever had as a Division One team. That spans forty plus years. Yeah, that's that blows me away. That it took forty two years. I want to say at least forty two years for Youngstown State to get to a position where they're even thinking about having the regular season title. Because the the year they won twenty games in uh, ninety seven ninety eight, they weren't even in second place in the <laughs> midcon. That was the year that that was the year Valpo won and went to the Sweet Sixteen. They weren't yeah. even Youngstown State wasn't even an afterthought in that year, which is sucky. But I mean, you can't do anything about that because it was Valpo. Um, yeah. And so, with that said, I mean, I think all three deserve a ton of credit. Absolutely. There are years, like honestly, Daniel Robinson this year versus Dennis Gates his first year. I'm giving it to Robinson. Oh, like, I mean, because the honestly, expectations were still, you know, very low. And, I mean, he dramatically surpassed them, especially, you know, if we fast forward and there is that three-way tie. That, true. of course, there's a lot of basketball, even though it's four games. There's well, we do. Game. I mean, honestly, we do look dumb as hell because we picked them ninth. <laughs> I mean, everyone did. Well, no, I think the league picked them seventh. <laughs> I personally picked them sixth, and they're probably not going to finish sixth. So yeah, we all look dumb. That's okay. That's what we. Well, you know what? Don't we do this every year anyway? We do this every year. It's okay. Fine. There's always a, there's always a team that there's always a couple of teams we're not really we totally miss on. Turns out this year we have two teams that we completely missed on. I mean, actually, take actually three teams because let's face it, we thought Purdue Fort Wayne was going to do way better. I mean. The league picked Milwaukee closer to Green Bay than to Robert Morris. So I'm just. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm happy to be wrong. I know you're happy to be wrong, especially with the, you know, going to for the final two weeks of the conference. So let's play them. Yeah. Digging it. So, all right, it's going to wrap it up for us. So, all right. So. Yeah, next week is going to be another weird one, and I don't care because it's going to be near the end. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> so many, yeah, so many times and so much, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do next week. I feel like I keep saying that. I don't know what we're going to do next week as far as recording, but, you know, we always find a way because reasons. Refresher on the top of the league and then talk about the middle of the league. So it's, I feel I like it's gonna, everything's going to shake out a hell of a lot more then. It, yeah. it has to. It has yeah, yeah. to. I mean, by definition, uh, I, like, 
if Youngstown wins on Thursday, it's over. They win. <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't seem like that. What they're, it seems pretty insurmountable after that. So, anyway, so that's what we're gonna do. So we'll figure it out. So HorizonRoundTable.com. Um, we got. We'll have stuff. <laughs> we always have stuff. We, we we got people writing all the time. So yeah. Um, you know, we're we're wherever podcasts are found. You can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So until next week, thank you all for listening.